This is 680 CJOB. So I went out last week. I had some wild boar bruschetta and some cavatelli with sausage and a few other great dishes. Where was I? Nicolino's at 2077 Pembina Highway, and in studio is owner Nick Zifarelli. I did pronounce that right, right? Yes, correct. Welcome to the main ingredient. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I'm well. Yeah, and on a cold night, I invite, invite you out on the coldest <laughs> night so far, right? Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> chilly out there. No question. I know. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about your restaurant, Nicolino's. You know, you've been there for, uh, you know, a minute. Yeah, a, little a, f- bit. a few minutes. A few minutes. Um, let's talk about the beginning of it. Why a restaurant? Uh, my, my folks were in the business. Uh, they opened up a couple of restaurants in Winnipeg, most notably, uh, Paradise way, way back in the, in the late seventies. Yep. And, uh, I grew up in those places and, uh, you know, it just gets, uh, it gets right in your blood. Was there ever a point where you thought, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes when you grow up with something, you think I'm never doing that. Right. And when you get to like 18, 19, you kind of go off and do your own thing. Or did you always know? I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Oh, no, no. My, uh, I, I was going to school. I was in university. Yep. And, uh, you know, much to the chagrin of my folks, unfortunately, I, I ended up uh, checking out and, uh, and getting in, involved in, uh, in a small little pizza place yep. uh, that we opened and um, originally a Sorrento's. And then uh, from there, we, we just grew the business slowly uh, and we made changes as we could afford them and then we expanded as we could afford them which also expanded our horizon and our minds in in, in the business itself when, when you say we you mean you? originally yeah, it was my brother and i right lino yeah, yeah that's how we originally opened up way mm-hmm. back and uh as we grew then you know y- you start to understand more and more about food and we both love to travel and I, we we did so and um you learn more things. Mm-hmm. You go to Toronto, you go to Montreal, you go abroad and you see other things that brings you ideas, not just in food itself, but in how to deliver that food and how to have an atmosphere and how to have an idea of your room or your restaurant. Right. So at that time when you guys opened your restaurant, your, did your parents have their restaurant too? Like two separate No, entities? no, no. My parents were only there for uh, a few years right. uh, uh, when they opened up and then they ended up getting out of the business. Uh, and so my dad took a second crack at, at the business and, uh, and was there for a little while and then he went back to work. Uh, and so again, my, uh, we were running it very young. We ran it till we, we sold it. Right. And that, that, that was the real taste there. Cause I would have only been about 16, 17. Oh, super young. Yeah. Super young. And, and, and essentially taking, you know, with myself and my uncle was there as well. And we, we logged a lot of time sure. during school and, uh, but it was really, it was a fun moment, yep. right? I mean, it was really interesting to, to absorb all those things going on and, and learn from it. Yeah. That's a long time. Okay. So how did Nicolino's come into play? So originally, like I said, we were Sorrento's and we grew from there. And um, now we're now we're rolling into the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a, a little, a great little funky dining room. It was nine tables. Wow! And same spot, yep. very close to where you sat would have been the en- the original entrance. But uh, it was a lot smaller. You didn't have all yes, that space. Yes, it was just nine. Uh, yes, that's right. It would have been only originally. It was uh, two 
2,400 square feet. Wow. So, oh, sorry, pardon me. I take that back. Yeah, 1,600 yeah. square feet. Yeah. So we just had a tiny little nine uh, table um, dining room. And as we grew and had new and better ideas, we came across uh, our, our first chef, real chef, mm-hmm. uh, a guy I knew, uh, went to school with Greg Callis, great guy. And he helped us uh, start a transition into not just a simple food that we were doing, not mm-hmm. just pasta with sauce. Now we started, you know, that was right when fusion started coming in. We mm-hmm. started doing all sorts of different ideas. Right. And then uh, when Greg um, left, we uh, Marnie Felius now came in and she helped us really grow the business at that point. Very organized uh, and make a transition. We 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 grew and uh, physically and grew our menu with her, and uh, and the two of them are very responsible for helping us kickstart what our idea was. Right, I think that's a lot of restaurants fail because they can't grow w- with the business. Mm-hmm. They that's can't right. change with, with whatever a trend or time is going on. Like when I think of food in the 90s, a restaurant in the 90s and restaurant present day, they're two totally completely mm-hmm. different animals, right? They are, and you're you're right. I mean, I think even now in this day and age, the, the the amount of money to get involved in even the smallest room, building a kitchen is out of control now. I, I mean, from scratch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you talk, you have to op- get an air makeup unit. You have to get all the physical equipment in there. The cost is incredible, and I, I really don't know how uh, how you do it without being able to garner some really good sales at the start. And if you don't get there, you get sunk pretty quick. Right. So how do you, okay, you guys have been around for how long? 31 years. That's insane. That's like a million years. in. It, it is. A, it, you know? That's right. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so how do you guys keep customers coming in the door? How do you keep succeeding? Well, I think that what we have to do is just be different mm-hmm. from, we, we can't just uh, have a, a, a basic menu and a basic idea. We can't be like everyone else. So we have to be very involved. And uh, I have a great manager, uh, Randy, who who helps us keep all our customers engaged. And it's very, um, it's intimate service, right? So we know everyone, we see them, and uh, we do our best to make sure that everyone's happy when they come in through service and, and through their, their dining experience. Right, I think I think I told you. We, I came in there with a, a large group of people. It's not as if I, you know, didn't know you well then. It's mm-hmm. not as if I called or anything, or there was mm-hmm. any special arrangements. Just made a reservation with a big group, and the service was like really, really good. Right? What was the girl's name who served us last? Randy. Night? That's uh, Randy Cameron. Yeah, I think she was the one that was serving us that night. But she was very personable. Like, and I told you, we worked your bartender over, man. <laughs> like, we worked that guy, and he just he just kept the drinks coming, like really good drinks. Um, okay, so. As you were changing um, and the restaurant was growing, was there ever a point where you thought, maybe we can't do this? Maybe we're going to get out. Yeah, for sure. For sure there was. You know, there was, um, you know, we grew and and we had, uh, sometimes you have those dark moments where sales are tough, you get overwhelmed. And when when we made our big expansion in 99, so we grew from... 2,400 square feet to 4,200 square feet. Mm-hmm. We made a major investment there. Sure. 
And then not only that, you know, we're probably a little short. You know, we, we went over budget like every construction does, right? Always. I mean, you always want more. You want to always want it nicer. And so we had a couple rough moments when we reopened there and you wondered, you know, sometimes you looked yourself in the mirror and said, hey, I wonder if we're going to get past it. And, you know, luck, luckily I'm, I'm really stubborn. <laughs> I'm really stubborn. I got a hard no. head. And, uh, you know, I, I don't. I just couldn't accept uh, not making it, mm-hmm. right? And so we got through those times and, you know, we've, I swore that was the last time we'd ever renovate or upgrade. And, you know, of course, you want to stay with the times, you want to sure. be relevant. You know, we just did a, a rental co- uh, three years ago. And yeah, it looks awesome. We're going to do another one uh, in early part of uh, 2019 because we want, people and we want our regulars and whatnot to show up and be proud of the place they come to and right. be and be be happy with what they have, whether it's the decor, the ambiance, whatever it may be. But we want people to be happy and comfortable with uh, with the surroundings there. Well let me tell you, when I went there I was happy and I was comfortable. So we're gonna talk more with Nick after the break here on the main ingredient. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Nick Zifarelli, owner of Nicolino's, is here in studio with me today. Where are you located? It's 2077? 2077 Pemina, yes. Pemina Highway. Pemina, when you go down it, there's a lot of restaurants. Well, Winnipeg has a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. in general. How did you choose that spot? Do you find that spot to be um, beneficial or it's a lot of work well, as far as being in that area? We, you know, it was originally, again, we were just a takeout pizza joint. Mm-hmm. So the how do you go from a takeout pizza joint to a I restaurant? Know, well, we grew there, and and you know, of course, it, I don't think it would have really been my first choice if we said, okay, we're going to make a restaurant. We want to uh, serve some night, try and serve some nice food and nice atmosphere and good service. I'm not really sure that would have been our first choice, mm-hmm. but now as we grew into that spot, and we've realized like. That is our spot, mm-hmm. and it's and it's our spot for many reasons. In South Winnipeg, it's hard to have, find your own building with parking, right. and and as we said that night when Parking's we chatted, right. parking in this town is a premium that you have to have. Mm-hmm. It is forty below for more than a minute sometimes in our town. Right, and I got to say personally, it do, it does stop me from going some places that I want to go. I don't want to have to park 50 miles away or fight for a parking right. spot and then walk, you know, freezing my butt off. And then the worst part is when you're nice and cozy in the restaurant, well, now I got to get up and walk back, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to a freezing car. I just don't want to do it. It is tough. And so, you know, I always equate it and I say, hey, you know, if someone's going to go out and you're going to have your date night and you're going to, you know, you're going to put on some nice clothes and nice shoes and and then you're going to walk down so, some ice and hope <laughs> that you don't snap an ankle or break a hip, you right. know. It's, it's uh so it's integral to our business, and, and I don't ever want to think that uh, part of our success isn't that big, huge parking lot, mm-hmm. which, you know, in the summer you go, ah, I wish we had something better to look at. But, you know, we fluff up our patio, and we get it all green, and, and we uh, do our best with what we have there, and it, and it looks good. But mm. it, I, there's no question. No parking equates a very, very difficult time in business, in a restaurant business in this town. 100%. Let's talk about the menu. Let's talk about how you went from pizza to your menu to your present day menu. We we originally 
when we started, we were just basically did what we knew. So, like what you knew personally, what we knew from my mom and my dad, you know. So we're we're from, uh, you know, I like to say we're from South Central Italy, right? <laughs> and uh, and we're right uh, from Basilicata as our region. Yep. Um, and we. The the cooking style there is very simple. It's very simple foods. There's not too many things in the dish. Less complication, good quality. That's all you're looking for, good quality. Tomatoes, vegetables, whatever, what have you to put in your sauce. Um, And that's how we started. My my mom made the cavatelli. She still makes the cavatelli uh, and the sausage. and, And, you know, we've... We keep those basic dishes going, and we've had them forever. And um, and I'm that the sausage is awesome. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's we try and, and just run with that idea. And then as the night as we got into the nineties, things got a little more complicated. And as I said, we moved into a little bit more fusion style. Mm-hmm. We tried. We incorporated um, Asian. We incorporated a few different things into our menu, and uh, then. I think it was around 10 to yeah, 10 and 11. Uh, we were very fortunate to have a, a, a great guy come in from Italy, Fabrizio Rossi, and he helped us uh, get back to our roots and style of cooking. And uh, that's what we did. Then we started making fresh pasta. And uh, in house, we make all our own uh, pasta and even the, you know, even the lasagna noodles. Mm-hmm. And, so we, you know, you think you know lots of things. You've been in this business for a long time. And then guy shows up and he makes some pasta. And the way he shows you how to make it, <laughs> your brain explodes. <laughs> and you go, are you crazy? You can't do that. Yep. And sure enough, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it it was really neat and very interesting to... You know, be in the business for 20 years, 20 plus, uh, yeah, 20 years it would have been, and then start to learn new things and get really invigorated again mm-hmm. to try new ideas. And and that's what we did. So when we relaunched in 15, when we did that reno, we rebranded solely as Nicolino's. And uh, that is, that's what we do. Our menu, we bring in uh, some quality cheeses and uh, excellent meats from Italy. And then the things that we can source out locally, that's what we do. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it really, like I said, it really reinvigorated me to, to look to the future and look longer term in this business that maybe you think, well, at some point you're going to wind it down. Well, I I think that we enjoy what we do. And I think that shows to lots of people who come. For sure. I think you guys are half of, well, a lot of your success is being open to learning new things. A lot Mm -hmm. of times you can be doing something for so long. You think your way is the only way where you seem to be like, well, 
you know, there are other ways and there's still a lot to learn. I don't know everything, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I am, you know, there's some, you know, as we spoke about at dinner, you know, not just food. I look at, 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 at the drink and the drink menus and the whole cocktail craze. And this is something that I'm not enlightened about. Right. And sure enough, uh, our guys, uh, Ryan and Antonio in the bar have, have put together some uh, great, classic cocktails, some really interesting cocktails. And I wouldn't know these things. These guys knew it. Mm-hmm. And they, they showed it to me. And, and me too. Yeah. <laughs> I can personally vouch for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, those craft cocktail things, well, I wouldn't know these things. And those guys showed me the way. And we have a, a really, you know, we have a really uh, nice bar that, sh- uh, you know, I'm talking about the back bar. I mean, you saw how much liquor is there. Yeah. That's it's crazy, yeah. but it's v- super well managed. Mm-hmm. And and if those guys didn't take care of it the way it did, it wouldn't look that good if it was no. me. It'd just be a big <laughs> bottle of gin and not much else. It's funny. How has technology changed your business? Right, wow. that's thirty years. That's that's crazy in the re- like again it just is. in the world in general, but the restaurant industry. How how has it changed? How you make food, deliver service, everything. You know, when we got our first, when we moved away from pen and paper, there was very few options to go to what our business was. We did pickup and delivery. Um, We had a dining room. We had a little restaurant. uh, Pardon me, a dining room and a little lounge. So there was very few choices as far as a POS system went. Mm -hmm. Well, have a look now. It's It's crazy. You know, there is all sort that the technology is an, is is a wonder now. So we embrace something that is an Apple based product, um, and we can run with this system. And if we choose to, it's just a you know you just take it, it's a monthly subscription. And if we choose to, we could change then tomorrow. Change. What do you mean? You could we change. could get a whole new POS system and just start a new p- subscription. We have all the equipment, you know. You got the iPads, mm-hmm. you've got the the, the um, modems, all all that stuff, and the oh, printers. so the way it functions, the the app itself, and how you know different options, you can change the whole thing. Yeah, sorry, that you're right. We just get a different app. That's yep. the best way to explain it, mm-hmm. and just get a different system. It, it's really incredible. That is because back in the day, literally. Well, would, no, you bought your system, right. and you stuck with the system until you wanted to buy a new system. Hundred percent, and it cost you a ton of money. Absolute ton of money. Right? For the system itself, the hardware, and the training, and the setup. Yeah, it's really, it's incredible. Technology has made a big impact on the way restaurants run their businesses today. So we're going to talk more about it with Nick Zifarelli from Nicolino's when the main ingredient returns. Nick Zifarelli is here with me on the main ingredient today. And before the break, we were talking about how technology has changed restaurants and the way they run their businesses. Nick was talking about the changes and flexibility of their current POS system. So, Nick, what other technology do you use present day that has changed your business? We also recently, and that's this year, 2018, we got involved with Open Table. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other intrigue and and it's not open table's not a cheap thing to have right it's it's uh it's i wouldn't say it's expensive but it's a cost right but now we've learned that 
it's integral part for us now. Right, the, so the, Open Table allows people to make reservations within right. the restaurant. But not only does it allow you to make reservations, now instead of the big book that you have at the front, oh, yeah. pen and paper, right, yeah. and writing down resos, mm-hmm. possibly forgetting one, right. possibly doing this, making it, you can't make that mistake right. there. I mean, there's still other ways you could, you know, you forget to log in a reso, then you've forgotten to log it in. But it keeps you very well organized. Right. And I'm I'm very enthralled with it. I, I, I didn't think I was going to be, I thought it was going to be something we'd try and then get rid of. Mm-hmm. But it's really something brand new and it's opened our eyes up. Right. As, as a customer, I've used it before and I do like it myself. Number one is you make the reservation. It reminds you of it. You can change it if you want mm-hmm. to. It's just at your fingertips. And plus, you live with your smartphone in your hand, mm-hmm. which is your portable computer. And, uh, you know, if if that doesn't tell me I'm supposed to be somewhere, then I have no clue where I'm supposed to be. That's, <laughs> that's, right. that's so sad. <laughs> it is sad. <laughs> but believe me, we're all in the same boat. And uh, so, I mean, that's the other thing, too, with that open table. Again, of course, on my end, it's on my phone, too. Mm-hmm. And I see that you're coming today. And I know that you're going to be there. So I have to be there. Right. Or, you know, as an example. So it it does really keep you on the straight and narrow. What do you think of the restaurant landscape in Winnipeg present day? It's an incredibly tough business. Uh, I have a friend that was also in the restaurant business was in Vancouver recently, and he tells me how he goes to, he went to all these places, breakfast, lunch, dinner, late night, and he goes, they're all busy. Like, they're all really busy. And, of course, there's millions of people there, and Vancouver's probably underserviced. I don't want to say we're over-serviced here, mm-hmm. but man, we have a lot of places. Lots. Now, that makes you be better. Right. Okay, it, but there's a lot of places. Are there a lot of places worth eating at? Do you know what I mean? There's there, numbers. We have numbers, but are there, if we're talking percentage-wise, quality places, right? I certainly think there's some. Yep. I mean, uh, there's a lot of run-of-the-mill places, but there's there's some good places sure. in town. Yep. Uh, I think that we've always, since I was a kid, we've always had, for a town in the middle of the prairies, really in the middle of nowhere, we've always had, in my lifetime, interesting, uh, good ethnic restaurants to mm-hmm. go to, yeah, right. whether you're out on Sargent or Ellis or, you know, there's always been some really n- unique places and new to try. Um but certainly it's it's tough and in this day and age of incredible marketing and very concise direct marketing it's tough to go up against the big chains and that's why i believe you have to be different because they've got the dollars mm-hmm. and they can market you out of the market <laughs> you know yeah. They can. I mean, there's no denying it. They know what they're doing. They have head offices and and departments massive, committed to marketing. Yes. Right? And what do we have? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm like a little fawn. <laughs> Amazing. I don't get run over way more. You're hilarious. Um, speaking of which, you know, there's a ton of marketing tools. How do you deal with, you know, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? You know your website. You know how you, that didn't exist when you first started. No. Now when you have you, you know, you, we have all these tools and everybody uses them and blah blah blah. But it still takes a lot of time to use these free tools, right? It's like another job. 
It is, and luckily, <laughs> I have Scotty Johnson doing that for me. Well, Scotty, yeah. Scotty, singer Scotty? Scotty J. I love Scotty, Big Scotty J, yes. yeah, RSC, social media, yeah, yeah, I mean, and so, you know, I look, I, I need him, mm-hmm. and he does a great job for us because <laughs> I'm clueless. I mean, I, I'm out there every day. I, I see the Facebook and the, twi- uh, the Twitter and the Instagram. I sound like an old man, eh? The, the Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is because I'm kind of awesome. old. But, you know, so, but he links everything and keeps everything concise and organized right, instead too. of just throwing stuff up because face facts social media is the way to go um it's reason it's reasonably inexpensive it really is and you get a good bang for your buck and you're able to do that concise marketing that we're talking about right di- very direct to the right people right it's kicked new life into the food industry in yeah, general it has it's i mean instagram it's crazy it's just Pictures. It's just pictures. And that's all people want to see. Right. When you're not in your place. What's your favorite place to eat? Um you know, I've I've re- if, you, if you ever get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Well sometimes <laughs> sometimes it is like a six, seven day a week jail. But uh, you know, I, I, I love being there and I love working at it. But um you know, I recently rediscovered uh favorite place of mine, uh, uh Fusion Grill yeah. uh, on Academy and, yep. and I've been going there uh a lot. Not, I don't want to say a lot lately, but I, when I get a moment, I like to go there, mm-hmm. and I think they do a great job, mm-hmm. and they're very local. They have a great chef, and uh, and they're 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 uh, Scott's a great guy there. And, sure, yeah, he's, and he's, he's been there yep. for a hundred years. Yep. You know, and right and, doing the local thing before it was cool to say right local. exactly. Right. That's exactly right. 100%. So, you know, I really enjoy going there, and. Um, uh, you know, and I'm I'm a I'm a sushi guy too. So I I, I love getting out and and do, and finding uh, the new ones out there. I mean, there is so many sushi places now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Back before there was like nothing. There now was nothing everywhere. It's incredible. Right? It, it is unbelievable. Yeah, insane. But, you know, so I I really do enjoy it, and uh, you know, almost any kind of uh, I love Vietnamese food and uh, that sort of stuff. So I really enjoy that. Got it. You guys have any special events coming out, or you guys have special nights sometimes, right? You have Wednesday. What do you yeah, got on Wednesdays? Wednesday we have jazz from the U of M. Thursday we have Curtis Newton, which is just he's been a around treat. a long time. Yeah, uh, he's just an unbelievable. You know, I get guys in that I know they deliver a great product when they show up, mm-hmm. and he does. Mm-hmm. I have Matt Budalowski, the Pianimals, yep. on uh, Fridays coming at five. And uh, he comes in and tinkles on the piano, and it's just great. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's super enjoyable. And then, yeah, Saturdays we'll always have a, a DJ or a band, um, and we have a, a we'll have a bunch of uh, during Christmas we have a bunch of corporate events. So uh, we'll probably book a few more things uh, in January and February. So people, that stuff is posted on your website. It's all your it's all on stuff? our website. Yeah, it's all on our website for sure. Perfect. Okay, so let's give people some basic information as to you know where you guys are located, your contact info, and your hours. We are open uh, Monday to Saturday at eleven thirty a.m. and uh, we'll probably stay open as long as you want to be there. <laughs> um, on Sundays, we open at five. And Sunday is really five to ten is really uh, most likely the the hours on that day. Two oh seven seven Pemina, and then our website is uh, Nicolino's Restaurant 
Com. And I appreciate uh, the dinner the other night. It was fantastic. A pleasure to have you. Crawled out of there so full. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, Kevin. That was Nick Zifarelli, owner of Nicolino's at 2077 Pembina Highway. Great food. I'm Kevin Bergen. This is the main ingredient. Have a great day. This is 680 CJOB.